Howdy, and welcome back to Grind My Metal Gears, a podcast where we play through the Metal Gear Solid games with attention to lore and detail and our boy, Otacon. I am your host, Austin, uh, joined for the final time from Metal Gear Solid 1 by my cohort, Danny. Howdy. My God, Danny, (laughs) you're taking off your glasses and unspooling your ponytail to reveal that you are the true villain of this podcast all along. It's it's me, Liquid Austin. Oh my god. <laughs> we're we're cursed twins and I've got all the dominant genes and you've got all the recessive genes. I'm so fucking mad about that. Me and my buddy Cowboy Cowboy Austin <laughs> gonna be furious. Cowboy Austin is one of the uh six octuplets that was murdered in the process of making no, this podcast. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. They saved all the juicy stuff for the last. I feel like I'm already experiencing the thing I expect I'll experience when we get to later games, where I thought I had my mind blown uh, at a maximum degree, but uh, I was not ready for all the info that get dumped, got dumped on me the last hour of this game or whatever. See, they, they really got rid of the most OP character. They could have had Decoy Octopus take on Big Boss's identity, uh, absorb his blood. Maybe why that's initially why they wanted his remains. Mm. Let let our let our boy Decoy Octopus suck on that juicy big boss blood. Um, I never do say how he takes on their blood. <laughs> is it a needle thing? Is he just suck it out? Mm. I like to think he's a vampire. His the one like picture of him in the game does kind of look uh, like he's uh, like pale, like a vampire. Yeah, but we already have the bisexual vampire. Well, not yet. Oh, not yet. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Hideo Hideo was holding that trump card in his pocket. That character's just called, like, Vamp, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Vamp. Okay. I, I don't want to spoil because I, I don't know if you've heard the whole line. I don't Have think you? so. Okay, I don't want to spoil that then, about why just... everyone knows he's bisexual. Okay. <laughs> I might have heard this, but I've probably forgotten. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we've, we've finished Metal Gear Solid uh, 1, the first. Um, wonder if they'll make more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, oh, I guess where we left last time was we entered the PAL codes and oh shit the nuke is launching we were played and then we immediately get uh the thing that we could have included at the end of the last episode but i wanted to start this one with it is uh we get a codec call from miller um which is just like before he even takes off the glasses and like undoes his hair like it's so obvious that this is about to be like haha it was me all along and i'm just my first note is oh no is master evil (laughs) (laughs) i like this guy uh, turns out I don't have to feel too bad because it's not like he's the real master. He uh, he does say some stuff before he does this, but it's vi- like the British accent starts leaking out, and it's mm-hmm. like okay, this is this is liquid, um, uh, which Snake does not get. Like he basically is like like liquids literally like ah brother, you really did like you helped us out more than you could imagine, and Snake's still like, why are you calling me brother? Who are yeah. you? <laughs> it's like. Dude, come on. Who is the only person that has been calling you brother this whole time? Snake has like a child's mind. He's like, mm. he, has, he probably also has like bad object permanence. Like, <laughs> if like, if like Miller's portrait wasn't on the codex screen, he'd be like, who am I talking to right now? <laughs> who is this? Colonel? Um, I, in my notes, literally have like all caps, like, oh shit, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> this is such a cool uh, reveal, not just the like already cool enough that it's like oh we were secretly like launching the nuke for uh liquid um because they i guess they we learned this a little bit later but probably we're saying now like we learned that like they couldn't get the code from uh, the launch codes from the darpa chief and well 
they couldn't get the codes from the DARPA chief and um, the ARPSEC president. Um, and the reason why is because, which harkened back to a, a silly throwaway thing that I just thought was a funny little bit, um, but because Ocelot accidentally kills the DARPA chief in torturing him for the code. Which accidental becomes a little more nebulous as we go on. There's like okay. some implication that he, well, like in this game, there's like some implication that he knew what he was doing. Like he killed the DARPA mm. chief on purpose to kind of put everything else into play. Interesting. Well, because it made me remember when I gamed over or game overed uh, on accident during the torture scene with Ocelot, the game over that you get is like, you know, Ocelot basically like saying to Liquid, like, I'm sorry, boss, I did it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I accidentally killed somebody in, in torturing them again. Um, so it's funny that, that that came back. It's like, oh, he was talking about the DARPA chief. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and I'm looking at the, because I knew I had a note for it. It's at the very, very end, like post credit scene. Mm. He, the reason Ocelot kills the DARPA chief is because the DARPA chief knew his identity. He knew who Ocelot was. Oh, gotcha. So okay. that's why he, like, uh, like the DARPA started like making like implication of like, wait a minute, why are you doing this? And then that's when he, he killed him on, on accident. Mm. Oopsies. Um, but yeah, Master does the whole, or Master as he reveals himself to be liquid does the whole like haha i was the evil puppet master this whole time uh you didn't think you'd make it this far by yourself did you mm-hmm. to which in my notes my response is but but master i'm a gamer <laughs> but master i i will say i before we started recording this stuff i had made a like, like oh we could play this you know in chronological order simply because this would have been the funniest reveal because okay. you would have gotten to know Miller through the like big boss part of the the trilogy or the series. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he's like a really critical character, like, you know, big boss is like closest confidant kind of thing. And he's essentially killed off screen. Like they like Colonel yeah. just says like, oh, yeah, Miller's body was found like he's been dead for days kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's just gonna be kind of really, really, really funny for for that to be the the outcome uh, of like, oh, the storied man, and then he just dies off screen. <laughs> Whoops. That bit is great, where the colonel calls you up and it's like, Snake, we just discovered uh, Miller's body at his home. Um, he's been dead for three days, and mm-hmm. um, it's also like, uh, and we we realized that all of Miller's codec calls were coming from like coming locally <laughs> from Shadow mm-hmm. Asylum. Um, I just I I love that shit. It's good. Uh, and then like I guess like the cool thing is like he kind of is it the same actor for uh Miller? Yeah, as it is for Liquid. Okay, that makes sense then because he like slowly like brings the British accent out um until he's just like finally like whips off the glasses and undoes the ponytail and like the animation on that is pretty great. I love any uh animations in the codec conversations. Yes. Like when Otacon yells like Snake, look out! Like. Every kind of like thing like that is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And I have to imagine as these games get put onto uh, more technical, technically capable consoles that those kinds of moments increase. Um, um, kind of. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, oh shit. What was I going to say? <laughs> uh, you uh, like that the something happened, the animation happened a certain way, or it's like. Well, the animation was, was really good. Um, I do just like that he like like you said he slowly uh, unveils the British accent before he like whips off the ponytail and then he's just like all mask off. Um, something else I was gonna say. Maybe it'll uh, come to me. 
while, while you think of that, I, I can give some some more deets okay. about the conversation. Um, so uh, we find out that Liquid has so Liquid and, and Snake are clones of Big Boss, and and Liquid's Liquid was received all of Big Boss's recessive genes. Parentheses he thinks. Um, mm-hmm. He has a really big complex about it. Like he's like, I can't, you stole my future from me before we were even born. And he vows revenge against Snake. So his thing, his beef with Snake is very personal versus like his, you know, global scheme. We also find out that Naomi works for the Pentagon and the Pentagon's plan was to use Snake as a vector Mm -hmm. for killing the Foxhound unit. So that even if he like couldn't kill them outright, he would kill them using the the virus. Right. And that's the fact that Naomi altered the fox die virus before the operation began is why Colonel has her arrested. He says that explicitly. It's like that's the reason we arrested her is because we found out she uh like altered part mm-hmm. of the mission. And um, and then that's kind of what also inspires um is this when it happens or is it later? No, it's later. Um but it's also kind of what kicks into motion for for Jim Houseman, the Secretary of Defense, to kind of step in to try to cover everything up. Essentially saying, like, okay, we don't know what happened, like, what she did. Because no one knows, like, we know that Naomi altered it. We don't know how or why or what it will do. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of also when uh, Jim Houseman is like, aha, time to, you know, time to kill him. Time to bomb the, the fucking place. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, so then the has the has the thought about the animation come back yet? No, no. <laughs> I had no idea what I was gonna say. Damn. Um. So then the the Metal Gear is activated. Essentially, the the elevator like it starts going up. Like it like goes up the hangar, kind of like the whole floor goes up, right? Yeah, like all the all the like scaffolding like falls away. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the 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 boss fight happens. Uh. I had a real bad time with it. I had kept calling, I had to call Otacon to figure out what the fuck to do, and he tells me to aim for the, the Soliton radar, uh, because that way, like, the pilot has to, like, be see- like, has to open up the cockpit, essentially, and, uh, Snake's like, ah, so it does have a weakness, and Otacon says, it's not a weak point, it's a character flaw. People aren't complete without some kind of character flaw, and I'm like, thanks, Otacon. It really, like... He's such a, like, weeaboo without, like, needing to, like, make direct anime references. Like, this is the exact kind of shit, like, a, like a Redditor would say on, like, our anime or whatever. Like, not in a bad way. Uh, like, I agree with him, you know, like, it's like, you know, but he's basically saying, like, don't you think stories are more interesting when characters have flaws? <laughs> <laughs> About, like, a bullshit final fight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because he's like, the Metal Gear's armor is too strong for your Stinger missiles. But if you take out the relay, uh, like, satellite, then he can't, he's basically blind, uh, which won't defeat it, but that'll force him to, like, use his, his own eyes, which means he'll have to open up the cockpit. Mm-hmm. And even though the exterior of Metal Gear is impenetrable, the interior is not. So you just got to aim your Stinger missiles for the interior once he opens it up, and then that'll destroy metal gear yeah um and for the life of me i could not fucking lock on to that radar and he kept spamming missiles at me and i was like oh my god stop it stop hurting me i end up having to like basically run up into him because if you re- if you get closer he uses a laser or and or a mini like a machine gun yeah um and that was a lot easier to manage than the missiles because no matter how fast i ran or what i hid behind 
the missiles fucked me up so bad. Yeah, the missiles are really hard to dodge. And then, yeah, he'll use that little laser beam if you get too close to him. And sometimes that's easier to dodge than not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the machine gun's not too bad to dodge. It's really the missiles that are, that are tough. And it feels like sometimes it depends on, like, like I found, like, if I was too far away uh, from Metal Gear, um, the way the missiles, like, kind of came at you, it was just, like, impossible to outrun them. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're kind of, like, at a closer middle distance, the missiles are a lot easier to, like dodge their like radius um but so this so the first phase of the fight is you've just got to like deal enough damage to the like little satellite dish that's sticking off the side of uh metal gear how long did this part of the fight take you would you say because i got fed up with it and basically just spammed missiles as fast as i like i wasn't even locking on to the because for whatever reason, it wouldn't lock onto the fucking radar. I just kept shooting in that direction. It was pretty quick, but again, just because I was basically tanking damage the whole time. Okay, so we had the exact same experience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I was like, I made it like a save state at the start of the fight. I was like, okay, let me do this in earnest. And then it was like, oh, it's really hard to like lock onto the uh, radar dish without like getting fucked up by the like, you know, dozens of weapons that uh, Metal Gear has. Mm-hmm. So I did what you did, like, I, 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 like, reloaded, and I was just like, well, you can fire the stinger missile without, like, being locked on. What if I just, like, spam? And sure enough, like, the fight goes by really quick when you do that, but you do take a ton of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, by the start of the second part of the fight, I um, had, like, one ration left, and maybe, like, two-thirds to three-quarters health or something mm-hmm. like that. And there is, like, one or two rations you can pick up in the... Uh, arena which i hadn't picked up um during the first phase um so those were available to me during the second phase but i had a equally interesting second phase but what happens between stage one and stage two okay so our our favorite cyborg ninja uh uh fighter of uh against i or not fighter gnostic of politics and ideology (laughs) gray fox uh shows up to like do cyborg ninja shit to help us defeat metal gear this is um something that i had kind of just forgotten um is that at the end of the fight that we have with gray fox that he just like he fucks off he just like goes somewhere else Mm -hmm. i don't know why in my mind i was like oh yeah we defeated him like he's out of this game oh Um, yeah yeah oh so that's why you didn't know deep throat okay okay yes so this is where we learned that gray fox was deep throat he's the one that that was like helping us uh throughout the game and um this is why it didn't immediately click to me that like, oh, well, the only person Deep Throat could be is Gray Fox. I just thought like he was out of the picture. I was like, I don't know. And so there's 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 another layer to it, because uh, I said a few episodes for us ago, like last segment that we played, that there is enough information to put together who Gray Fox is outside of him being like the only possible character kind of not accounted for. Mm-hmm. In Metal Gear 2, he contacts Snake under the same codename. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, then that's, like, extremely obvious. <laughs> yeah, so, like, because I, I think at one point I looked up, I was like, it's like, is there a reason he chooses Deep Throat, or is it just the, the Nixon connection or whatever? It's like, no, he, it's because of that. It's because it's the same codename. 
interesting. And yeah, he he's there. He because we keep attacking the Soliton radar, but like our missiles aren't really doing enough. So then he goes up and and completely demolishes it with his sick ass katana. Yeah, and then uh, we learned that um, there's like there's like a bit where like because the radar dish is down and liquid hasn't like opened up the cockpit yet um we get to like talk with gray fox for a bit and this is when he you know tells us about his relationship to naomi of like being her kind of like adoptive big brother Mm -hmm. um but he says that it it was him that killed her parents right um and so he felt obliged to to take her in and i i i love his voice the whole time by the way like it sounds like very pained it sounds almost like you know not to disparage anyone or anything like that but it sounds like someone who's like smoked for like decades and decades and decades Mm. and decades like it's like i killed her mother and her father or whatever (laughs) and you're just like holy shit like it sounds like he's like it's painful for each word to come out kind of thing um and he so yeah gray fox is basically like yeah i'm going to finish this or like put put you in a position that you can finish this off tell naomi that i was the one who killed your parents kind of thing yeah and then he like at this point liquid's got the cockpit open and uh gray fox and metal gear kind of duel for a bit before liquid pins him against the wall um and this is like snake's opportunity to like shoot a stinger missile in there while he's pinned but he won't do it because it would kill gray fox even though gray fox clearly already not long for this world yeah and very interesting decision to make the like you can't you the player cannot shoot like it gives you control over this part and if you try to shoot snake just like i can't do it i can't shoot interesting that they did it that way versus just having it in the cutscene. i don't know that there's a real benefit to having it one way or the other if anything i kind of took away from it because i just started spamming the button just to hear snake keep going i can't do it i can't do it but <laughs> like interesting but like to have that but it the right the fact that you can like spam it over and over again kind of defeats it like it, it should just be like a you get control of snake and the scene either ends if you like just like wait long enough or like the like, first you know, time you not to shoot. shoot yeah or the first time you hit it and snake goes like oh, i can't do it and then the scene ends and uh, yeah then he actually gets killed by metal gear um which I don't know if this is his last words, but he says, uh, as he's like pinned up by Metal Gear, a cornered fox is more dangerous than a jackal because Liquid saying some shit about like, well, uh, in the Middle East, we don't hunt foxes, we hunt jackals. Like, yeah. Once again, everybody taking their code names extremely literally. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, this when he's pinned to the wall. It's uh, yeah, he he says that, and um, yeah, again, it's kind of interesting that like it's like Snake, I can't do it. I'm not gonna shoot, and then. Uh, uh gray fox gets fucking flattened by metal gear's foot and it's like oh okay but but yeah then the second part of the fight happens which again just kind of spammed uh shots into the the auto the cockpit um as fast as i could because i knew for one i knew what the next boss portion was going to be like and also i knew that my rations were running dangerously low yeah and if you if you lose in this part you have to go back to the first stage right well i made a save state and then I think it was because I was like on low health that I was like, or maybe because I felt bad that I kind of cheesed the first phase of the fight that I was like, I'm not just going to try to spam missiles. Um, so what I ended up doing is if you run between uh, Metal Gear's legs um, and dodge the laser, which like I said, is like not as hard as you might think, especially because like if you wait for... Um, like it, it felt to me like if Metal Gear was like in the middle of launching missiles or in the middle of like using the machine gun, it wouldn't use the laser. 
like it'd have to wait for one like attack to finish before it would use the laser so like pretty easy to avoid that that's the only thing that you really have to avoid if you run between the legs and if you run underneath the legs you exit its cone of vision mm-hmm. and after a second it's just like wait where's snake and so it's like the cone of vision of metal gear turns from like red to blue and it like goes into like searching mode hmm. and then that's your opportunity to like get to a good position line up your stinger missile and just wait for metal gear to turn enough that you can see the cockpit and shoot a missile into it um so i just did that a bunch of times and so it wasn't wasn't too bad uh and like i said there were a couple of extra rations so i had those to heal me up so the few times i did get hit by like a missile or a um uh, one of the laser beams i had enough health to tank the hit um you take a lot of damage from the missiles you don't take that much damage from the laser beams um, Mm -hmm. so it's not too bad if you get hit by those yeah um and I, I got this from, I, I, I had a guide pulled up, like, ready to go to be like, okay, if this fight's going to be really hard, I'll just see what the guide recommends. And I got through the first phase without looking at the guide, so I looked at the guide for the second phase, and it was like, yeah, basically just did what we recommend for the first one, just run through the legs. It's like, oh, okay. It's funny, though, too, because, like, it, when you run through the legs, like, when Metal Gear's in, like, searching mode, it's like, AI is really wonky, where, like, it'll sometimes it'll take forever to just do a 180 turnaround <laughs> it'll just kind of like stare <laughs> off in the distance and be like well he's not here but let me keep looking <laughs> i must have won i must have stomped him out already yeah i also we didn't really well we talked about it when you first see metal gear um earlier in the game but metal gear looks so cool um mm-hmm. it being called rex is very obvious once it's in motion it like kind of moves like a dinosaur or it's like kind of uh designed like that it reminds me of um, one of the mechs in Power Rangers Time Force mm. <laughs> um, is like a big mechanical dinosaur and like way more like, you know, like superhero-y looking in that, whereas this is like that, but with like more of like a military tech kind of look to it. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. I now understand why um, uh, plenty of people um, were really excited when I think his Kotobukiya recently did a Metal Gear Rex uh, model kit. Mm like 160 scale or something like that um was like yeah now i now i get it i would also want to build one of those and uh, it's i love how you mentioned the kind of the miltech sort of look to it um because uh, spo- spoiler i guess we're gonna see many metal gear throughout our time in the series mm-hmm. and depending on the time period that it's taking place in like the look of metal gear changes drastically mm. Um, like the you know '60s version versus the 2010s versus the '80s, like it's all different looks. Right. They did not just make Metal Gear Rex, you know, four times. I mean, they could have. They could have. <laughs> this time it has two rail guns. Oh my god! That's why it's called Metal Gear Solid Two. Or or what if uh just two Metal Gear Rexes? You have to oh my fight god! Two Metal Gears. Uh, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get into it. <laughs> I'm calling my shots. Mm. Um. Uh. But yeah, that was the Metal Gear Rex fight. I was prepared for the worst. Um. And it wasn't that bad. Um. Definitely would have been hard if I hadn't tried my best to go into this part of the game with as many rations uh, as possible, which I do think I had. I don't think I was at max health, but I was at max rations mm-hmm, going same. into this fight, and then just like blew through like four of them during the first phase while I was tanking hits. Uh, and then yeah, and then um, there, there's some like cutscenes before, but in my notes after I defeated Rex, I was like, "All right, now it's time for two men to fight free of politics <laughs> and ideology." I kind of knew that there was a sequence at the end of this game where, on top of Metal Gear, you um, fist fight with um, Liquid. But even if I didn't know that, um, I would have just expected <laughs> from having 
like like reading the synopses for Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two, um, I would have been shocked if this game didn't end with another sequence of of two two men engaged in fisticuffs. Um, but this is when uh, we learn all about. It. I'm just gonna read some of the like uh, key terms that I wrote down in in this spiel that uh, Liquid <laughs> gives us. Uh, the terrible children, mm-hmm. super baby method, mm-hmm. um, uh, six intentionally aborted fetuses, um, which which uh, Liquid describes as murder. He's like, we were yes. murderers before we were born. So. Yeah, pro life liquid. Or yeah, pro life liquid. Uh, FMV Gulf War, mm-hmm. uh, asymmetric or asymmetry theory, mm-hmm. <laughs> selfish gene theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, those those are all the. I did write some other stuff down about Tim Curry and Super Saiyan three, but we can, <laughs> we can get to that. I one of my notes just says Liquid is one of those freak trads on Twitter. I think he's talking about like bringing. Yeah, he's like like society needs warriors to to be the leaders or whatever. And I'm like, oh no, he's one of those freaks who are like, ah, the the Greeks, the ancient Greeks, famously heterosexual, masculine Greeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, he just goes all off about the Terrible Children Project, which is like, they're, I kind of called it earlier, like making clones of Big Boss and Snake and Liquid are like the two, like, like it's not like perfect, but like, per, like, as cl- like the best clones that they were able to make. But, but we also learned that like all of the, the, the what do they call them? VR soldiers or whatever? Yeah. On genome genome soldiers. Genome soldiers are also like clones of Big Boss in a way, but... Mm-hmm. They're like the way they were made. They're like not as like well put together as Snake and Liquid are, um, and they're like degrading or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which I I took as like a oh if you if you were playing this game and you were thinking like oh well if these guards are supposed to be like genetic soldiers like they they're not shit and it's like oh they're like literally like getting <laughs> like dulled uh, as the game goes on. Yeah, um, and uh, like he mentions like Gulf War because he's like oh there's Gulf War mm-hmm. syndrome. Which is a real thing. Like, that was a thing that happened to people who were exposed to, like, burn pits and such in the Gulf War. Which was also, like, a cover-up, right? Like, they tried to blame it on, like... Did, didn't the government try to, like, say it was one thing when it yeah. was, like... No, actually, it was just because you were exposing all these people to, like, horrible shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do bad things to the human body. Exactly. Um, so Hideo Kojima, God bless him, is like, what if it was secretly because we were injecting them with gene-editing technology? Yeah. <laughs> Which, God bless him. <laughs> Love that for you, buddy. Also, a lot of uh, a lot of the stuff going on in here. By the way, put a pin in it about okay. like all the history lessons. Like, oh, big boss is in a coma. Put a pin in it. They took his cells. Put a pin in it. Uh, super baby method. Put a pin in it. Uh, abortion is murder. Put a pin in it. <laughs> and the super baby method is just like it's just artificial insemination, right? It's like you take it, it's. It's not just artificial insemination. It's like, I, from what I understood, they essentially had like eight babies in one person and mm-hmm. then killed oh. six of the, or like, you know, abor- aborted the fetuses, but not like in a, you know, removing from the body, basically allowing the, the, the remaining cells to like absorb them kind of thing. Yeah. Which it, it made me think of like a, a thing of like, uh, I don't know if it's like a joke or what, but like, you know, someone gets a stack of resumes for a job application and they they throw out half of them because they don't want unlucky people in their in their company. Right. That 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 sort of thing where it's like, ah, you two are the you two and definitely only two of them are the uh, (laughs) the the survivors kind of thing. Right. Um, 
and we also in addition to getting fmv footage of the gulf war we also get fmv footage of like scientists in lab coats doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doing stuff that's being told to us is the the gene editing (laughs) stuff but it's probably just normal science stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like people looking at cells or something and like i do that every day come on man yeah like earlier like there there was fmv footage earlier in the game of like nuclear launches or whatever yeah Yeah. Uh, but it was weird seeing like fmv footage of like actual ass people in this playstation 2 polygon <laughs> looking game yeah uh, i thought that was funny the uh, uh oh fuck uh had to do the fmv um oh, we no. get all the golf war footage and like well are we gonna say something about like the science that they're doing no was it clear oh, to you what, what oh, they were doing in the lab <laughs> oh they, they weren't doing anything all that they looked like they were doing like routine saw work but um yeah. something that we're gonna kind of get from hideo going forward is got like again I love this from him. Like, I think it's great. Um, And I don't think he's an idiot. I don't think that he's doing this ignorantly. But he basically takes things that are in the news and, like, scientific things and just, like, throws them in there in a way that, but, like, a fictional version of them. Yeah. I had kind of mentioned this before uh, in a previous episode, but, like, the Human Genome Project was finished around this time or at least like it, it, the first major milestones were, were finished hideo kind of must have like heard that in the news and then just went like i'm going to fictionalize that i'm going to make that like the setting or like the premise for all this genome soldier shit you know selfish gene theory that's a real theory that um you know asymmetry theory that's a real theory stuff like stuff that exists in the world he just kind of throws them in there not for just like name dropping but like kind of more than that um because again i think he i think he really likes to kind of put the real world into his games as almost like a hey this is what what could happen if we're not ethical with our scientific advancements because he's very critical about scientific advancements that are done for the sake of war or you know done for the sake of fame and kind of carelessness yeah there's definitely that and then there's also like same thing with him like you know just straight up borrowing from like action movie aesthetics and stuff like that it's just like he clearly just like has like an interest in this stuff and like wants to put it in his games and uh that's cool i like it when you know games where or just things in general where their influences on their sleeve you know like if hideo kojima is interested in uh asymmetry three and wants to have liquid go off about it for a minute mm-hmm. then i'm okay with that i'm kind of surprised um, that he has like you know he has a podcast i'm kind of surprised he hasn't had like famous scientists on there maybe he has but like every time i see a, a posted schedule i'm like oh it's like actors and directors so <laughs> maybe yeah. he does just really like the <laughs> directors more and maybe i'm just kind of i don't know maybe he saw the thing and i was like aha sells i mentioned tim curry i was getting big like the way liquid's explaining all this was remind and it helps that he's got this ridiculous british accent uh was reminding me of tim curry at the end of clue when he's like explaining how the murder happened um <laughs> just like you know like oh and then this happened and the golf war snake and he's just imagining liquid like running snake around a, a mansion as he explains <laughs> selfish gene theory um he says some bullshit about you can't fight your genes and you know like you said he's really hung up over the fact that snake got all the dominant genes and he got all the recessive genes um he says something i wrote down uh he says i guess he's like i'm gonna kill you snake and, and then i'm gonna uh gonna go beyond or something like that um i guess like that's why he wants big boss's body maybe mm-hmm. um and i just was like super saiyan 3 
It's going to go even further beyond. This is what it means to go even further beyond. That's that's why they want Big Boss's cells, because he was a, he was a Saiyan. <laughs> uh, and then, oh yeah, Meryl's here, by the way. Which, if we succumbed to, or like gave in earlier, this is not oh, Meryl, yeah. it's Otacon. Oh, I almost should have. Wait, well, I'll put a pin in it, but now I have a question about who could be riding off into the sunset with me <laughs> at the end of this game. Yeah, Otacon. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh my god, I fucked up. Fuck Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we both i so we yeah we both did like uh not give in during the torture sequence so uh it's meryl here on the top of metal gear rex with us um and then god we learned so much or like so much gets revealed between the metal gear fight and the fight on top of um the uh the fist fight with with liquid uh we learned that the because we get a codec call from uh the colonel who says that the pentagon is gonna um nuke shadow moses island with like a surface penetrating nuke mm -hmm. uh so that they could just cover up everything uh, mm -hmm. even though snakes already uh stopped the launch because he defeated metal gear um and the colonel's like you know um he's, he's like he says he's gonna confuse the chain of command <laughs> he's gonna be like well i'm technically still in operational control um even though they don't care about that but I'm going to like give the order to stop the nuke. And that's going to like cause a lot of chain of command bullshit. That's going to at least delay the nuke for a little bit. So you have time to like escape the island, mm -hmm. um, which I thought was great. It was just like, a, uh, I could just imagine that like a fax coming in or like a, you know, like a coded message coming in. It's like the colonel's ordered us to stop the nuke. And Jim Houseman's like, God damn it. Like we're going to launch the nuke anyway, but we've got to like go through the proper channels to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, just could imagine that comedy of errors in my mind. <laughs> and before this um, happens, uh, so Liquid's like saying all this shit to Snake. Something I love is Snake just outright rejects him. Like he's not like, oh, maybe you're right. Maybe I am a killer. Maybe like I don't have a real name or something like that. Because that like Sna like Liquid's like, oh, you have no past, no future. And Snake's just mm -hmm. like, no, I'm I have a name. I'm me, kind of thing. Which I kind of love. Like you know, this is kind of the culmination of him like coming to terms with like, yeah, no, I at the end of the day. I'm all these things, but I'm also, I, I am still a person kind of thing, which is great. Um, but yeah, no, Colonel gets arrested because uh, uh, Jim Houseman's fucking furious. Yeah, we get 11th hour uh, secret villain, Secretary of Defense, Jim Houseman, mm -hmm. um, who I think we learned by the end of the game, uh, not at this point, uh, but worth talking about now, that like he was basically like going behind the president to yeah. do all the stuff, like the shadow moses island testing stuff like that was all him and the fox die um was all him as well and it was his orders to like give snake the uh version of the fox die virus that like acts as a vector to like kill all the other foxhound members when he comes into contact with them um and uh we also learned that you know like trying to give colonel a little bit like colonel kind of sucks but like in the chain of like characters like you know doesn't suck as much as like a jim houseman um because we do learn that, like, part of the reason, like, he's been lying and manipulating Snake is that they, uh, like, Jim Houseman, uh, like, purposely had Meryl stationed on Shadow Moses Island. As, like, so that when Yeah, so that when Foxhound, like, took over, like, um, uh, it was, like, a way to manipulate the colonel into, like, coming onto the mission. Um, and then... Uh, then we fight Liquid. We have two and a half... So initially... We have two and a half minutes to fight Liquid because uh -huh. so there's a he has a little mini nuke next to Meryl. It's like if Meryl dies, the nuke goes off, uh, which will happen yeah. in three minutes. And then the timer starts and then Liquid monologues a little bit more about like, ah, come, brother, we'll meet our fate. Brr. 
Uh, so by the time the fight starts, it's about, about 2 minutes, 30 seconds. Uh, if you die, though, which I did a few times, it resets back to 3 minutes, which is interesting. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, because Jesus Christ, does uh, Liquid hit like a Mack truck? <laughs> I mean, literally, he does like a... <laughs> oh, yeah, like a tackle. Like a... Yeah. It took me a while to realize, like, you know, you, you press, like, square or whatever to, like, punch and kick him. Um, or maybe it's circle. Circle. Uh, yeah, and it took me a while to realize you press square it'll like um uh he'll like he'll do like a like a grab and like mm -hmm. flip him over mm -hmm. um so I've, to me like once i realized that the key was like changing up like my attacks um which kind of like helped him from like giving too much of an opportunity to hit him and then like as his health gets lower he gets more aggressive um and so you just have to like dodge when he does that tackle i think if you time it right i think i was able to do this once if you time it right you can like hit the hit square to flip him like as he's tack like running to tackle you and it'll like cancel the tackle and then you'll flip him instead mm -hmm. um, but you got to get the timing like just right i didn't flip him at all i just kind of learned his pattern similar to like the gray fox fight earlier where you have to punch him um mm -hmm. he'll do something where like he'll basically stand still if you come up to punch him he'll dodge out of the way and then hit you so i got i learned to like you know fake a punch basically run a like run a quick circle because in that circle he'll do his kick animation and then go in for the the punch and then same thing with like when he charges at you kind of run out of the way like because it's only within a certain like he's not going to charge you if you're really close to him so get a certain distance away so you're baiting the charge and then run around and then hit him again yeah kind of thing the thing that really like makes the timer matter a lot is if he uh hits you while you're close to the edge you'll like dangle on the edge for mm -hmm. a second mm -hmm. and that just wastes a ton of time and then similarly if you flip him near the edge um and, it, and he goes over he'll also dangle there and you won't be able to hit him until he gets back up um and so i definitely like at least once ran out the timer um because the fight was just taking too long because uh that happened one too many times um yeah i think i won with like 30 seconds left or something like 30 seconds to a minute left yeah i think so same um and so once you once you beat him you you he falls off the metal gear uh into into the the fire and the flames and rest in peace liquid big big question mark over that <laughs> okay a, a a question mark that will not be resolved for several games and then we we run over to Merrill and mm -hmm. Merrill says like so like you know snakes like I'm so sorry that you know you had to go through the torture and she says like she faced torture and quote worse than that. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, well, mm -hmm. fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, because I do think that in future games, when this kind of thing comes up, Hideo Kojima does handle it with a level of severity and kind of like gravity that it kind of deserves. But the implication is that she probably was like sexually assaulted, uh, by by. Not by Ocelot necessarily, but by like the the various goons of of Shadow Moses. The game doesn't really linger on that. It's just like she faced Ocelot's torture and worse than that. And despite it all, when she like when she felt you know so low and disgusting and all that stuff, you know she held on to hope that she would uh, get get free. Kind of gross that that's like that hope is contextualized in like Snake, like you know. Kind of like, oh, I, I was hoping that you would come save me, but also like, I hope I would hope that I would see you again, kind of thing. Um, and I'll say this now, thank God, uh, Snake X Merrill never really comes up again. So, Interesting. like, shout out to Kojima being like, no, 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 S Snake X Otacon, that's the Sonaticon is the way to go. 
that was the true ending that apparently I didn't get. Right. Is one of these endings considered like is the one where you get away with Meryl considered like canon? Yeah, this is this is the canon one. Because the other okay. ending the other ending Meryl is she, she's is, dead. Is, is dead. Yeah. Uh and she comes up in MGS four. Gotcha. Or is in MGS four. Oh, okay. I don't know if she says this. I did write it with quotes around it, but it seems like a ridiculous thing, and I, this feels like me being facetious about some of her dialogue here. But I do have written down, uh, Snake, I'm a complete person now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if she literally says that, but it is like a, I've been through torture, and now I'm back with you, and now my character arc is complete. <laughs> we can get that's, out of this game. Yeah, that's t- definitely the impl- implication. But then, thank God, Snake calls his husband, and yes. uh, they have a really touching thing where Adakan is like, you know, he's, sa- he's going to sacrifice himself. He's going to make sure that Snake has a way out of the island. Um, and one of my favorite lines uh, where Snake, you know, thanks Adakan, and Adakan says, thanks. Oh, that sounds nice. I love that. It's so cute. It is great. I did think when he, re- like, Snake says, thanks, Adakan, and Otacon's next line starts with him repeating, like, thanks is like a, oh, you just said that to me? I thought it was going to be like, thanks? I'm going to sacrifice myself? And that's all you can say? <laughs> thanks. But he was just like, oh my god, no one's really appreciated me like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great moment, especially because of his whole thing of, like, you know, whether I've been aware of it or not, I've been helping, like, uh, like build nuclear arms. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and, and I want to do something to redeem that. Yeah, and Meryl's like, wait, where's where's Otakon? Yeah. Bless. Um and Snake <laughs> says like he's he's currently fighting for himself, like f- trying to be the man that he wants to be, kind of thing. Which I'm like, oh, that's great. And then Meryl's like, oh, you we like so we have to escape through these tunnels on this jeep. Y- you'll you'll freeze to death out there, Snake. And Snake's like, oh, there's my sneaking suit. And I went, yeah, wait, why did Liquid strip Snake? <laughs> down hmm that seemed weird it's not a it's not a true uh battle free of politics and ideology if you're not also Mm. free of your shirt it's true and then they the the game ends on a turret section which is kind of wild though i didn't notice this until the very end of the section but you can first person shoot during the section oh yeah which i only noticed that at the very end and i was like oh this would have made the whole section a lot easier yeah Funnily enough, like, you know, like, it starts out with, like, you get in the car, and then you have to shoot, like, some guards, um, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's, like, a checkpoint or two where you have to shoot some more guards. That was the hard part. The part where, like, Liquid shows up, and he's in a Jeep, too, and is firing at you with his machine gun, like, that part was easy, because that's just, like, oh, you just stay trained on him, and he, he won't do shit. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think that was very hard, and then I think the way it works is, like, there's, like, a a timer that starts when you leave the Metal Gear hangar. It's, like, a nine-minute timer or something like that. Mm. And you just have to survive until the timer gets to six minutes, um, right? And that's like that's like when it stops. Yeah, because um, I, th- I think the only thing that would I guess prevent you from escaping would be uh, not like if you for whatever reason didn't get to the or didn't shoot get through the, like the checkpoints because there are a few points where you have to stop and like shoot a barrel or or like, kill guards or whatever. And there's a couple of rations you can pick up along the way. Like it starts you out um, in like the next room after the hangar, but if you back out into the hangar there's like a bunch of debris in the way so you can't like walk through the hangar but like in front of the debris there's like a ration and then there's like a ration or two in the like garage where you pick up um the jeep um so i had like enough health that i was like okay i'm not i'm not worried about this section if Mm -hmm. there's like if they're gonna throw a lot at me or if the liquid fight was or the liquid jeep fight was like actually a fight and not just like a 
fun little set piece um which i thought was ridiculous because he's just like driving like a madman in this very thin like <laughs> underground tunnel he's just like swerving left and right and like is like um like backing into the or hitting into the back of your jeep um this is like a staple of this series right like multiple of these games end with similar like escape sequences yes yeah okay because i know i've seen one i think it's mgs3 i remember seeing in the speed run for that game yeah in um, three there there's uh there's one in four there's not but there is a turret section at one point in two i don't think there is and in peace walker in five i don't so i think it's just one in okay. three actually maybe just one in three yeah i also did think when i was like thinking this playing the game like maybe i'm just getting it mixed up with halo <laughs> Um, because that is a series for whatever reason decided its trademark was going to be we're going to end on a warthog sequence every game which Mm -hmm. uh, i don't think is as interesting as people do but um, this was fun especially because like like i said it wasn't really like an actual challenge um it's just like yeah just keep shooting at him until the timer hits six minutes yeah um but i i like that it's fun and then Um, then we basically ram his jeep and yep. you know he he wrecks and we're like aha liquid's gone you he's dead uh n- or not <laughs> and, yeah and then he he cuts out and he's like i'm gonna fucking shoot you snake i swear to god uh and i accidentally hit, uh hit the skip scene button so i had to go back and uh oh. <laughs> or no sorry i i checked a gameplay video uh oh, okay. to, to uh to like check what happens and basically he just says like he, he's about to shoot and he goes fox die and then dies yep. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, uh, rip liquid, rip quid. <laughs> uh, even though he like does like the fox die thing, and then isn't isn't his body like missing? Did I did I imagine that, or is his body there when? Uh, I don't remember. I feel like they cut back to the wreckage of the. Or no, what it is is like his jeep crashes, and then they they cut to the wreckage, and his body's clearly not there. And I'm like, oh well, he's clearly not dead yet. And then that's when he comes out again and mm-hmm. uh, does the fox die thing. Yeah. Because I was gonna say there is there is reason you might believe that his bot something happens to his body, but we'll get to that in MGS two. Right. I just had I definitely had a feeling like we're this isn't especially because like these some of these games take place in the past and all that, but even for MGS two, like feel like this is not the last we'll we'll hear of Liquid. Yeah. Uh, in it in more ways than you can ever imagine. Um, mm, okay. <laughs> so yeah, we got a call from Campbell. Find out that Jim Houseman, Secretary of Defense, was acting alone and. They arrested him. Uh, Thanks, and- Mr. President. <laughs> God bless. Um, and find- so there's like a snowmobile there, and-, and Campbell basically says, you officially died when you fell into the ocean. Like, both of you are technically dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Snake's like, yeah, I'm not going to, like, basically like saying, like, Snake's like, I'm going to have to hide out, or like, there's going to be a lot to explain or whatever. And Campbell's like, no, like, both of you are dead. And I was like, yeah, Snake, like, I wouldn't trust people either. Uh, good for you. And then Snake talks to Naomi and lies about what Gray Fox said. You know, just tells her that that he loved her and that he cared for her, kind of thing. And that uh, he uses the phrase that Gray Fox was just a ghost looking for a place to die. Which I mm-hmm. love that so much. So that's a that's a Stephen King fucking line right there. But yeah, that might be my favorite part of the ending is the when Snake lies to her about uh, Gray Fox's last words. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was like a good like end to like Naomi's story. Mm-hmm. And you know, Snake again kind of realizes like, hey, everyone else like so, you know, Fox die is like basically a programmed 
virus. It, it'll kill people that have like the DNA that it's recognized for. And Liquid is Snake's doppelganger. And also Naomi hate like has a grudge against Snake. So Snake's like, how much time do I have? And, and she doesn't say. She just says, it's up to you how to use that time. Which I'm just imagine Snake being like, okay, but like how long, lady? Like, come on. <laughs> and basically it's it's left indeterminate. Because I think at this point, like there wasn't like a a plan to make an MGS2. Like this was this was in 98. MGS2 is 2001. I don't think that like I feel like every time Kojima has made a Metal Gear Solid game, he's said like I wanted this to be the last one kind of thing, mm. um which is why like MGS2 is very much like uh kind of a uh a bait and switch around yeah. uh you know, giving like, oh, the fans wanted more of Solid Snake, but here's not Solid Snake kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know that Snake had or that there was plans for a sequel. So him going like, like basically Naomi saying, like, it's up to you to how to use that time. Kind of going back to the the path you walk has no end. You'll always be killing. It's this is like kind of like if there had been no other games, you could kind of kind of infer like okay, Snake is just gonna live out his days, and at some point, like in peace, and at some point in the future, you know, Fox Die will kill him. But like for now, he's just gonna live for himself and and for someone else, Meryl. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about like you've got to live, Snake. <laughs> Meryl, I think, literally says like when they're like leaving at the very end, like come on, let's enjoy life. <laughs> It's like, mm. um, and then I, there's a lot of talk from Naomi. Like Naomi has this whole like voiceover monologue about like you know destiny and fate, and she's like, "Don't be tied to your or don't be chained to your genes." It's like, all right, I get it. <laughs> like at a certain point, in my notes, I'm like, "Oh no, she's still going on about genes, huh?" <laughs> she's still talking. Yeah, I was like, it's very interesting to have her monologue be the outro to the game. Uh, but I like the like the no fate but what you make kind of thing, which is kind of an interesting ideology that we'll see kind of like that goes forward into like death stranding and and such uh in like the kojima verse like the idea of like we're all bridges to our future kind of thing uh which spoiler i don't know if it's a spoiler or not or when it comes up but uh fun fact about snake he's infertile he he cannot have kids that makes sense so, yeah so like this whole like we're all our bridges to the future like you know whatever it's like um but yeah so we get the the hero going off into the sunset with with Meryl uh presumably thing. to raise hundreds of huskies and race the Iditarod exactly which she she also finds a bandana on the 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 snowmobile uh and is like aha here use this for new game plus essentially we also uh find out that snake's name is david presumably david hater that i was gonna say like that's definitely what's going on there right <laughs> i guess so yeah in in japan in the japanese does it go uh what's your name my name is uh akio <laughs> <laughs> and uh, again i i think it's kind of like i don't like that all, all this is like couched in maryland snake boning um but i like the whole like snake having a new lease on life kind of thing uh, you know, however temporary it is within the, the series as a whole, uh, which we'll get into <laughs> as we play more. Um, but yeah, no, I like I like this kind of little wrap up uh, kind of not it's not all good. It's not all bad. It's just like, a, hey, like you get to choose from now on kind of thing. Yeah. And the whole like, um, you know, like, oh, officially you're dead. So go out there and live. Snake feels like a very like uh, I don't I can't think off the top of my head what specific action movie or movies like Kojima's lifting that from. But that feels like a very uh, 
like in that trope or series of tropes kind of uh, move to make, which I appreciate. Like, I think that's a uh, fun way of ending this kind of story, especially because like the whole beginning of this game is like, uh, or the briefing section is like Snake being basically dragged out of retirement to do mm-hmm. another mission like against his will. Um, and so to get the ending, that's not just like, oh, and now you're free to live your life. But like, as far as anyone involved is concerned, you died. Yeah, it makes me think of um, not that I mean, this obviously came out way later, uh, but at the end of like Blade Runner 2049 or 20, 2047, oh, yeah. 2049, 2049, 2049 yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, where you know, what's his face, uh, Harrison Ford is like, you should have let me die out there, and Ryan Gosling's like, you, you did, like, you drowned when your car, when the car crashed, kind of thing, yeah, but it's kind of interesting keeping this in mind as we go forward to MGS2, the state in which we leave snake versus when we come back to him i'm i can't remember how much discussion is given to what happened in the intervening time uh but we'll get into that because i actually i don't remember mgs2 is probably my least remembered part of the series barring the ending um interesting so very curious to see what what kind of goes on in, in between but um, we also get some title cards at the end. Uh, Hideo Kojima loves doing this, talk, talking about like nuclear non-proliferation stuff, about how even Do despite... you want me to please, them? yeah, yeah I, I, would, I, would, I would love that, yeah, please. I took a lot of screenshots during this last hour of game, uh, so I have all these. Um, in the 1980s, there were more than 60,000 nuclear warheads uh, in the world at all times. It's a weird line. Uh, the total destructive power amounted to one million times that of the uh, Hiroshima A bomb. Uh, in January 1993, START 2 was signed, uh, and the United States and Russia agreed to reduce that number of uh, deployed strategic nuclear warheads uh, to 3,000 to 5, uh, like somewhere between 3,000 and 3,500 in each nation by December 31st, uh, 2000. However, as of 1998, there are still 26,000 nuclear warheads in the world, which makes sense why like the, this game has like a fictional like START 3 accord. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like a hey, we're we're clearly not making enough progress with start two. Like we need a new um, agreement. And I looked it up. Uh, numbers for these are from 2021. Um, so a- as of 2021, uh, Russia had uh, about 6,000 nuclear uh, weapons, and the United States had uh, a little bit over or like five and a half thousand. Um, so still not at those three thousand to three and a half thousand numbers. And if I remember correctly, um, the accords that we had signed uh, have expired. Oh, sure. So there, there's less restriction on, on our proliferation and all that, which is why it's buck wild if anyone were to say that Metal Gear Solid is not political. It's not even like, oh, you can really kind of tell what Kojima thinks of this stuff. He, he literally has title cards explaining how bad this is kind of thing. Um, and that's not a one-time thing. This, will, this sort of thing will come up many, many, many times um, for di- various things, whether it's nuclear proliferation or the advancement of AI and like all that entails, child soldiers, all Hideo Kojima stuff, in case anyone doesn't know, Omega fucking political. <laughs> So I don't know what you mean. Uh, totally free of uh, politics. And you know, that's just, true. just men on the battlefield. That's true. Um, oh, and over the credits, we get uh, like super compressed video files of like snake, like POV your dog musher. Yes, and like shots of like polar bears in the Arctic and, mm-hmm. and Arctic mountains. <laughs> um, yeah, 
I just wrote uh, incredible stuff happening in the credits as well yeah. instead of my notes. And then I like the ending credit song, um, mm-hmm. song called "The Best Is Yet to Come." Mm-hmm. Uh, got a lot of great like uh, instrumentation. There's like a, like a mandolin and uh, like I think I think in the credits there's like bagpipe player or something. There's like a lot of cool kind of folk instrumentation going on. Oh yeah, uh, evident from kojima's twitter account he is a a music connoisseur and uh he is not uh like he is he is unmatched when it comes to uh uh, uh what's it called uh song choice especially in like opening closing um right. we, we get a lot of like big name uh musical people too as we go on like uh henry or oh god who's the the mgs3 composer is like a super harry harry gregson williams uh-huh. uh is a is a big musical composer um oh isn't um uh he's like a film composer right? yes yeah uh, oh yeah he did uh the music for the rock which last time i watched that movie even not having really played any of the metal gear solid games uh was like this sounds like a lot of metal gear music i've heard <laughs> That's, okay so that makes <laughs> a lot of sense literally the guy yeah so um because the music, the composer for this is there are five composers uh, mm. who are all looks like uh, Japanese or or Korean, um, depending on the person. But uh, but yeah, as we go forward, Kojima kind of leans into like quote unquote cinematic music, um, I guess you would call it. Uh, but yeah, no, at the like in a lot of the uh, outro, like the credits for for the games, mm. there's a lot of uh, good music going on. Yeah, and I like the music overall in this this mm-hmm. game too. Oh yeah, I uh, uh, have been putting in different tracks for our intro and outro yeah. for this, uh, and yeah, no, it's always a, a hoot for for which one. But well, I, have, I have two quick things, and then we can mm-hmm. talk about post credits and also what our our final rankings were. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that really stuck out to me in the like final cutscene with Snake and Meryl is that Meryl's still fucking like covered in bullet wounds. Yes, <laughs> and they're like clearly poorly dressed because she's got like you know like blood coming through all of her bandages. Uh, but never mind that she's totally fine to trek across Alaska or whatever. And then speaking of which, I was like, wait, aren't they on Shadow Moses Island? I guess like, you know, like they're in the Arctic or whatever. So I guess the ocean's like frozen over enough that they could just snowmobile out of their way out of there. But I thought that was very funny to be like this whole time. We're like on Shadow Moses Island and never mind. We're just going <laughs> to we're gonna, uh, snowmobile our way. No, they, uh, they have a they have a line it's like oh at this time of year you can the glaciers are, are yeah. close enough that you can you can go through i guess so but like did like snake like swim here he i did. don't know he did yeah yeah definitely felt like a bit of a like convenience like it's whatever but it definitely stuck out <laughs> to me like wait a second we're on an island they should it's, they should take like oh my god it's the hind d and it's in it's still in perfect condition somehow yeah, but it's it's almost like a comedy shower it's like how are we gonna get out of here <laughs> and pans over to a <laughs> Ah, convenient snowmobile that's exactly. by this exit tunnel for some reason. This exit oh, also, tunnel that goes to a cliff. Yes. <laughs> and we forgot to mention that uh, there is a line, because, like, you know, we talked about, like, Otacon's, like, gonna sacrifice himself, like, stay to help them, because uh, he has to, like, stay to keep the security doors open and everything mm-hmm. for them, um, so he's not gonna be able to get out in time before the nuke gets launched. And then they arrest uh, Jim Houseman anyway. Um, so the the nuke doesn't get launched, um, and the colonel has like I think like Snake asks him to make sure, but the colonel does say like, oh, we'll send someone in to get uh, Hal Emmert. Yeah, which to me feels like he's he, that other than characters that literally died, he's like getting the worst ending because what's going to happen to him is he's just going to get like 
absorbed into whatever the next Metal Gear project is, right? Like, he do- he doesn't get to get the, like, oh, and Otacon was presumed dead and gets to live a life of peace. Like, he's just going to get put onto some other military project and, like, have regrets about that in, like, five years. I mean, I could say, no, that's not what happens, but... Okay. But, like, that's, that like, to me, like, that's where that character ends up. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. like, the colonel's like, yeah, we're going to scoop him up. It's like, oh, great. So he just gets to be reabsorbed until the into the military industrial complex cool yeah should have picked the ending where meryl dies and (laughs) snake and do snake and otacon just ride the yeah Mm -hmm. damn should have i should have done that and the only difference other than then otacon being there is uh you do not get the bandana no but you get a uh camouflage suit which makes sense because i didn't i saw that that if you didn't say meryl you got the camouflage suit but i didn't realize you get an ending where you go away with otacon so that makes sense that um, that's what you get with him because he's got the camouflage suit the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yes, the end credit scene then, which I don't know why. Maybe I was just distracted by the Huskies. I was not like expecting any sort of end credits uh, stinger, so I was pleasantly surprised. Um, but I feel like I need you to walk me through this, though, because some bullshit happens. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in a recurring theme, uh, Ocelot is on the phone with someone. And this happens, like, I think most MGS games, for the record. So always stay after the credits. And he, he says, like, yes, sir, the entire unit was wiped out. Uh, no one knows why I was really there. The, the chief came close, but I took care of that. You're right, sir. The, uh, the one with the inferior genes was the winner. Hmm. Which mm, uh, probably could have been better expressed as dominant and recessive. That's, I think that's what they meant. Uh, yeah. but don't don't like the phrasing. No one knows you were the third one, Solidus. Right. <laughs> and then they say whatever, like yes, of course, Mister President. And then it hangs up the the call. Yeah, I think he's. I I have my notes. Uh, goodbye, Mister President. Yeah. <laughs> Just have what? Mm-hmm. I've definitely heard the phrase Solidus Snake before, mm-hmm. but I had not heard it in conjunction with Mister President. Mm-hmm. So is is the president a big boss clone? I am not going to answer you because that's discussed in MGS2. Okay. Uh, we are going to learn a whole lot about it. This is the teaser, the pleaser. Yeah, I'm excited, especially because like, I know some things about like the structure of MGS2. Like you said, like it's kind of designed to like fuck with the expectations of the fans. Um, I don't remember the specifics, and you've kind of hinted uh, around it, but like I know whatever Liquid's involvement in it is ridiculous. I do have like a vague memory of something happens at the beginning of that game that is just the most Metal Gear nonsense. Um, and um, the other thing that's sticking in my mind that's making me excited about Metal Gear Solid 2 is uh, the upgrade that the series gets from going from the PlayStation 1 to the PlayStation 2 is pretty immense. My memories of any time I've seen like a speed run of MGS2 or just a pl- casual playthrough is that that game looks great. Um, so I'm excited to play that. Um, hopefully uh the uh i don't know i i liked uh a lot of these like uh like boss characters and Mm kind of having the sense now that like a lot of metal gear games are just like a series of boss fights connected by uh you know some stealth sections um i'm excited to see what kind of zany characters show up in (laughs) mgs2 would you like me to list off some names or do you want to go into it blind we should go into it blind i liked uh hopefully there'll be a similar uh briefing that we could do in mgs2 where uh the colonel or whoever will just list off all the main characters of the game (laughs) i i don't think there is okay in the context yeah because in the context of like who's working for whom at the in the in two uh i don't know that there is a 
a, a separate briefing at least there might be a in 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 the game briefing but i don't know if there's yeah. like a separate menu, the briefing. menu but we'll see yeah um okay so now here's the important part which okay. is the score screen which so we kind of talked about with our uh number of alerts yeah so let me run you through how the the scoring works mm-hmm. so there for each difficulty there are 12 options you can get Mm -hmm. because for the same clear condition you can get four different things you know easy normal hard extreme so the best of the best is for our difficulty which is normal is doberman Mm -hmm. and for that it's you have to be discovered under four times kill under 25 enemies use one or less ration continue zero times and clear in under three hours Uh, if you beat that on extreme you get a big boss is your code name right other than that it's kind of interesting there's it's like hard to tell which one of these are like better or worse than others um or like if you do more than one which one does it go for because like there's one that's kill over 250 enemies which is for us would have been shark um for extreme would have been orca but there's also like clear under two minutes and 30 seconds in which case you would have gotten falcon oh you mean two hours right yeah sorry yeah sorry yeah two hours 30 (laughs) so it's kind of like oh which one would of those would it go for if you did both um Mm -hmm. i want to say it goes for like the lesser of them according to this chart so i think between those two it probably would have gone for kill over 250 enemies but the options for that we could have gotten were were doberman tarantula uh leopard falcon shark elephant deer capybara flying fox alligator hyena or mouse so we should did, did you save a screenshot of I your did. I okay did. so we, we should just go through so we were, we were both on normal mm-hmm. uh my play time was eight hours 12 minutes 39 seconds i had 17 saves four continues which is kind of like less than it should have been because of save states i was found eight times uh, I killed 79 enemies, and I used 52 uh, rations, and I got the uh, code name Leopard. Interesting. So my playtime, 7 hours, 31 minutes, 18 seconds. I saved 10 times, because uh, I, I didn't use save states at all. Um, or I did at the liquid, at the, at, like in the final fight, because I was like, ugh. Um, continued 31 times. Uh, I was found 21 times. Killed 107 enemies. Oh my you- god used 86 rations oh my god <laughs> uh and also got codename leopard oh nice and in case you were wondering codename leopard is discovered under 30 times kill over 62 enemies okay i feel like i i should have killed less enemies if i had known about the stun grenade stuff um mm-hmm. during like the comms tower section mm-hmm. which we talked about um but interesting what what the, the what's the number of oh fewer than 25 kills is for big boss because i was gonna say there's parts of the game where you just have to kill people yeah yeah or, or you have to be alerted so that makes sense why it's i saw something it's not in the guide that i'm i uh have been referencing but um i saw something about that in the twin snakes version of this there's a way to do it uh i think with it's either without killing anybody or without being alerted at all that they apparently they make changes in that version of the game that allows you to do it without having to do one of those things. Hmm. Um, I can't imagine playing this game without using any rations, though. Uh, that's the like insane part of big boss difficulty. 
um oh yeah no for me yeah i think if if so both of us were discovered under 30 times um but both killed over 62 people if we had not killed 62 people the next option i think that would be closest would be tarantula but that's Mm. kill under 17 people oh oh sorry no the closest thing would have been bat um, (laughs) which is discovered between 30 and 54 times and kill under 51 enemies so that's like kind of close if or no sorry oh god there's hyena which is discovered under under 30 times which that's us kill over 18 enemies or discovered 30 between 30 and 54 times and kill under 52 enemies or discover over 55 times and kill over 59 enemies yeah there's way more ranks than i thought there would be the fact that there's like different ones for each difficulty is also interesting like if i'm reading this chart i have right if we got the same rank but on easy hard or extreme we would have either been uh puma for easy panther for hard and jaguar for extreme yeah so i was saying there's like 12 categories of ranks but then yeah. within each rank there's four divisions which i like that like the top one for normal was doberman the top mm-hmm. one for easy is hound and then the mm-hmm. top one for hard is fox which mm-hmm. is fitting and then obviously big boss for extreme um yeah and the nice thing for like i don't remember the mgs2 one but for mgs3 there's both like similar things where it's like, oh, for extreme, you could get Fox, Foxhound, Doberman, whatever. Like there's like the the ranked that way. But then there's also like any difficulty ratings. So like, oh, you if you eat enough things, you get the, you know, crocodile or whatever. Oh, sure. If you raise the alert mode more than 300 times, you get the cow ranking. <laughs> if you finish the game with a leech attached to you, you get the leech ranking. <laughs> Oh my god. If you capture every plant and animal, you get the Markor ranking. Uh, so there's a lot of like special kind of Easter egg sure. rankings on that one, too. That's cool. I, I like that kind of thing. Um, it was especially fun to like get to the score menu and then see the code name um, and not have all this context for it. It was just like, oh, code name Leopard. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Sounds like I did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe if I got like mouse or something, I might feel bad about it. Although, like, I think like the mouse one has to be for like not getting a lot of kills and like doing it really ste- sneakily or whatever. Oh, I can, I can like... tell. I can tell you what mouse is because you're you're not you're not correct. Um, oh, mouse is because mouse is also on easy mode called chicken. Uh huh. Mouse is kill over 130 people, use over 130 oh. rations, oh. save over 80 times, oh. clear time of over 18 hours. Um, which any one of those is another ranking. So, like, eat over 130 rations uh, on normal mode is elephant. Okay. Save over 80 times is deer. Clear time over 180 hours is capybara. And then kill over 100 or 250 enemies is uh, shark. Right. So, any one of those separately is its own thing. But if you happen to do all of those together, then, yeah, <laughs> you get the, the chicken or the mouse version, which I guess is like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, you basically shot your way through the game. Yeah, that's funny. I... I imagine if you save that many times, um, you must like fully exhaust uh, all the dialogue with Mei Ling. Mm. Uh, I only saved 17 times and I still felt like I got a lot with her. Um, maybe that's something to look up, see if she says anything interesting that we didn't get. But yeah, uh, that was Metal Gear Solid 1. I had a good time uh, with it. I don't know if we'll, as we play more of these, rank them or anything. But mm. so far as an initial one, this one uh, rates pretty high for PlayStation 2 games. Or PlayStation One games, I should say. Mm-hmm. Which I guess means the next time you hear us, we're we're we've recorded like all of these like well ahead. So mm-hmm. uh, we're probably going to get to take a little bit of a break between 
playing Metal Gear. But the next time you hear us, which will still be normal two weeks, we'll be playing Metal Gear Solid 2 for the PlayStation 2, which I am, as I said, very excited to see what's what's going on. I'm I'm now like fully bought in on uh on Metal Gear that I'm like, all right, I need to know what happens next. Mm. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, I, I unfortunately didn't think ahead to say like, oh, and this is like the the part that we'll be playing. If you twisted my arm, I might guess that it's going to be uh through the 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 big the the tanker incident um which <laughs> means nothing to us right now mm-hmm. but i honestly can't remember how long that segment is so uh tbd on how far our next play chunk will go but yeah um any other broad thoughts on mgs1 from the the lore master himself yeah no i mean i i thought the game kind of fell apart towards the very end um like the i loved the vulcan raven fight it might have been my favorite fight of the of the game but the back and forth with the pal keys was a bit yeah. lame and i didn't like i liked the liquid fight but i didn't like the metal gear fight as much especially because I, I didn't know you could go through its legs that's kind of funny mm-hmm. i still love the game though it's it's one of those things that i i love the disc one thing almost completely i don't I'm, I, there are things that we kind of complained about, like how, you know, uh, Meryl kind of swoons over Snake, which I'm, you know, gift and accursed of the future knowledge about how it all plays out. But, you know, at the time, it's definitely like, eh. But still, it, I, I can, this is one of those games that's like, yeah, I can see where this went, like why this became such a big thing. And I love how... I have no idea what it's like to work for uh, Kojima, uh, but I do appreciate the kind of hold that he maintains over the series as it goes on um so i'm excited to to see how it evolves over time same i had a thought while playing this last chunk uh, of the game which was like oh damn konami's like making games again or at least like contracting out games (laughs) be made again someone's gonna make like a metal gear solid one like remake in the next like five years and it's gonna suck and we're gonna be obligated to play it Oh, I mean, they already made remade it once. They made the. That's instincts. true, but Kojima was involved with that, and also Ryuhei Kitamura did all the uh, cutscenes for it. So mm. I said it before, but at some point, we need to do something with that. Uh, Maybe that's something we, like. we could do in our. You know, we're doing a kind of a, a short break. You know, not to the listener, but to us. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. we could watch the the cutscenes sometime in the near future and and do that uh because not that we didn't necessarily need to do any bonus episodes or like one-offs or anything like that but we also have the creative gene to read at some point we have metal gear awesome to watch at some point yes (laughs) maybe that could be our one-off is watching the different cutscenes and then uh mga awesome yeah (laughs) yeah maybe um all right well at the very least expect next episode to be the beginning of uh metal gear solid 2 yeah um and I doubt we'll do what we did last time and, and just hang out at the main menu. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. One, because I don't know how much there is there. And even if there is stuff, we could also like play part of the game too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, hopefully uh, y'all have enjoyed listening to uh, us play through uh, and talk about MGS1 as, as I had playing it. It's been a blast. Um, we've only just started. There's still like fucking, what, five games to go? And as uh, the song title goes, the, the best oh, the... is yet to come. That's true. That is the title of the song. Oh my god! Well, you can follow us on Twitter uh, at GrindMyMGS. You can send questions to our email, uh, GrindMyMetalGears at gmail dot com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Chai underscore Squared. You can follow the anime podcast we do with our friend Danielle uh, under the Katatsu, where wherever fine podcasts are available. Uh, Danny, where can people find you? 
can find me at cover me and sauce on twitter um and i guess also say this every or every time i say this <laughs> i couch it this way i always forget uh that people should rate us on whatever podcast platform they use especially like apple Podcasts, because that's like the major one um so if you enjoyed this uh i guess season of grind my metal gears uh then give us a rating um uh but until next time uh remember uh can't fight your genes or don't be chained to your genes or also just live <laughs> live snake live maybe it's time i live for someone else specifically hal emmerich and our adopted daughter <laughs> spoiler alert for several oh. games from now oh. <laughs>